Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his extreme knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Welcome into Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow and myself here to talk about warning signs, how to spot some potential problems in our financial life. Uh, certainly not too hard to probably spot in 2022, you're probably thinking, because there's a lot been going on this year. Uh, but we're going to talk about a few things to pay attention to outside of the clearly obvious ones that are going on. Uh, and you know, think about it like your car engine, just like your, your vehicle, just like lights on your dashboard can indicate if something is wrong. Um, you know, there's other things that you might not realize that are happening, you know, that you want to address as well. So it's not always just the most obvious. And that's the chat this week. Tony, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I am good, settling into a late fall, you know, and uh, it's getting cooler here. So it's always, you know, sun starts setting a little sooner and, you know, then it's winter. Yeah. Uh, Let the coolness in. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, weather's been good here and all is good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, right? You know, some some yeah. areas don't have all four seasons. Um of course, you can be like most states, uh, many of the states that I've lived in, it seems like they had summer, winter, and construction. Yes. That was the only three seasons they had. So yeah, it would go from one to the next. And that's kind of how it is in North Carolina a little bit. We, It's uh, hot, 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 cold, back to hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, But uh, let's talk about some of these warning signs, Tony, a little right. bit. Um, and again, think about this from a standpoint of... It could be your whole financial life, but also possibly, you know, just maybe the retirement side of things too. Um, however, you want to kind of, you know, take this and your answers feel free. But when people come in to talk with you or whatever the case is, no matter what their age, let's say if they're even starting early or if they're starting right up to the last minute, you know, whatever the case might be, they often have no idea what it actually costs to fund their lifestyle. I can't tell how many advisors I've talked to that say they go to do, you know, to get the preliminary numbers from people. They're starting to help get the, pull the information in. And people often way undercalculate what they actually spend. They do. And I, I would echo that. That is, that's why I picked this topic was, was this very one right here is I would say, I mean, I would have to guess, but I mean, I, even on the tax side, I'd say 99% of our clients, you know, our, our tax clients do not understand, you know, uh, how much money they have going out versus how much they have coming in. I mean, that's really wow. what it comes down to. Yeah, that's massive. And it's, they, you know, but in their defense, in people's defense, they don't really teach it in school. Okay. I always tell them. Yeah. And they're not really teaching it in college very much. And so in, unless you just kind of watched your parents, most of them don't track, you know, uh, what their net income is and then every little thing that goes out the door. And that's why yeah. at the end of the day, there, there, many people say, you know, I, it feels like I'm working harder than ever, but I just can't get ahead or I can't yeah. see. You know, and it's interesting if you think about, you know, in the age that we're in with an app for everything times yes. 50, you know, you'd think that it would be easier. And I don't know if it's the, I'm just, don't want another stinking app kind of yeah. uh, you know mindset versus just the manual way of doing things. And you're right that our edu- our financial education system has been horrible in this country for a very long time. I mean, back when we were in high school, Tony, in, in the eighties, I think we got yeah. a one hour class on how to write a check, and sure. that was pretty that, much that it. was it. That was it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the, I I think you're right though. I think there there's a lot of apps that make it easy. 
I think it's not the one more app as well. It as, can't as be far burnout. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't want any, any more to do, you know, I mm-hmm. just want to, I just want to live. And, but I think it's so important though, because the apps do make it almost automated now, you know, they can connect to your bank accounts and kind of do everything for you. Even if you're really lazy and don't want <laughs> to do yeah. anything is you can look at an app like Mint or Quicken, uh, you know, on the mobile and you, you can just get a snapshot, even if you don't reconcile your bank statements and do all that. Wow, I took in this much and I paid out more. No wonder I don't have anything at the end of the month. Right. And then yeah. you can start digging in, well, where the hell did it really go? Right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, because, you know, I've got a I've got a, another um, you know, advisor friend like yourself and we we were chatting and he's like, "Well, the way I do it is because he's a CPA as well, mm-hmm. is he's like, let's just look at your tax returns, right? We're going to yeah. look at the tax returns because that's the that's the end all be all at the kind of, you know, you yeah. here's the data and okay, here's what was left, right? Where is it? If it's not in your savings account, guess what? You spent it. Spent it. You know? Uh, And I have other advisors who say, hey, here's an interesting idea for folks to ponder. Again, you have to know yourself and you have to have the discipline. But what if for one month you put every single thing on one credit card, right? Or one card, right? right? Right. And then then looked at that and said, okay, this is literally what, what, you know, what went out. And then, of course, you, you can look at obviously what you brought in based on your income or on your on your paycheck or whatever. And obviously, maybe this is a little that's more of a setup for people who are still working. And again, got to know yourself for a discipline because don't do that and then not pay off the credit card because you got to yeah. you know yeah, that's right. But I mean, people do they they come up they find these different ways to do it. And some people love Excel and some people want to use spreadsheets. But if you're not diligent about it, and most people aren't, you just really kind of. I think our world is so designed now, Tony, that we get nickel and dimed and we just don't even realize it. So when someone says, well, here's what it costs me to fund my lifestyle when they come to see you for the first time, they're telling you the car and they're telling yeah. you the mortgage and they're telling you the approximation of the electric bill. It's roughly $200 a month. And you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah. But how many times did you tell how many times Amazon comes a week? You know, that, right. you know, all that kind of little stuff or how many times yeah. you stop by the burger joint or the coffee shop or whatever. Yeah. And, and one of the, well, with our financial planning clients, one of the first exercises we do after we go over goals and things is we go over this and, you know, we use software, but so we, we kind of do the heavy lifting for them, but yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll do just that. They name off the big stuff. It's like, okay, well you, that's that, but what about, you know, how many times you go out to eat? Yeah. How many times did you buy clothes, go golfing, whatever it is you do. Mm-hmm. And we got to get all that in there. I mean, every single dime, needs to be accounted for because it's either spent or saved at the end of the day. And right. For most people, it's, you know, it's not saved. So we have to go through that exercise, but we do talk a lot about this. And uh, once their eyes are kind of opened, a lot of them will say, well, how, how can I track this without you, without going through a lot of trouble? Right. And so we have to be able to offer them some things there, but uh, this, you got to start here. If right. Going and, to and we're not talking about living advice. on a budget, right, Tony? I mean, we're no. we're not trying to say you have to be restricted, but if you if you're trying to again, if the topic here is how to spot problems in our financial life, you know, not understanding what your lifestyle is costing you is a huge problem. So if you go in and say, My plan, if we make five thousand dollars a month in retirement, Tony, we're gonna be a okay. And if that's not the actual real number, you're actually spending seven grand a month, guess what? You're gonna run out. You're gonna run out, so, and, and we can't help you if if, you uh, if run that out. happens. Right. <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> we, we gotta fix it before you run out. So, <laughs> yeah. so again, that's a that's a huge one to focus on. Uh, another one is that I wanted to talk about is the 
The arbitrary number, uh, people who focus, and again, you could be doing this while you're working, you could be doing this for whatever reason, but the, the arbitrary number of an account balance or a net worth, right? Well, when we get to 30000 in savings, then we can this. Or when mm-hmm. we get to 500000 in the 401k, then we can that, right? So kind of like applying this arbitrary number, and often the one we see, Tony, really is, well, I need to get to a million to retire. Once I get to a yeah. million, I can retire. And it's a big, round, sexy number, and we get to say we're a millionaire, and I get it, all that. But what if 700000 would get it done, and you got to leave work three years earlier than you wanted to? Right? I, I agree. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think people do. They they focus on this number. I, I think most of our clients focus on too low of a number, and they don't realize how fast that number is going to disappear or be spent. That's a great point, but that kind of goes back to the first one, right? Because it you're does. under you're under calculating yeah. that first one. Like, yeah. So keep anyway, keep going. So that's kind of the thing, which it does. It ends up going back to the first point. But when you can sit down with them and and ask them that, and then say, okay, well, let's let's take your number for example, and let's start subtracting out some things. How long is that money going to last? And maybe let's not focus on the, the number so much as to what type of income or how much income do we need to generate every month, let's say in retirement, yeah. and then work backwards into the whatever that number needs to be. Because for you, it might be 700000 and you right. can retire earlier. Maybe for somebody else, it might be $2 million. Sure. And yeah. uh, so it's, it's worth it to not focus on the number, uh, at least in the beginning. I like to focus on the monthly income and then back into that number. Yeah, absolutely. You know, otherwise, I, I think again, you could get could back in a corner. You get to that number, and then you know, if it's if, then if you're at retirement, so let's say, that might not work depending on your lifestyle. Yeah, and I love that you mentioned the underfunding because that is what happens. I also think that what happens was when folks come in. They finally gotten the nerve up to come see a financial professional like yourself, maybe for the first time. They're nervous about it, and I think sometimes we we have this thing as humans where. We want to be told we did a good job or we want to put on a face, if you will, that we've got our stuff together, even though we're turning to someone to help us. And so you may go in under under kind of guessing that number. Well, it's only going to take us technically we can get by with $3,500 a month, right? And so that'll be like, yeah, we need $3,500 to make the plan go. And to your point, you're way under guessing. Um, and then maybe that arbitrary number is, well, we could do it on a half million when really yeah. it's actually the 750 or the 1 million or the 2 million, you know, whatever it might be. So that's a great point. I'm really glad you brought that up in there as well. People often tend to do that. And I think it's just, again, it could be any number of human emotions that kind of cause us to do it. But, uh, and, and speaking of emotions, this, this third one here, Tony is, is kind of an interesting one. I think this is an, a nice take for people to ponder when it comes to spotting financial or uh, spotting problems in your financial life. It's the um, it's the conception or the mental image that you've built in your head that you've had forever about what your parents did or did not do. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like I like my I know my dad never talked about saving for retirement. I never it was never brought up. He wasn't retired long before he passed away, but it just seemed like well he didn't do anything and it just kind of worked out. Right. And so a lot of people, I think, do that same thing. They go, well, my parents, especially if you're like, again, you and I, we're right around 50 age. Um, so we're kind of child, child or teenagers of the 80s. I think our parents that we saw just before us there, it's kind of like they just didn't do a whole lot. And yet they somehow were retired. So I guess I'll be fine, too. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Makes sense. And and I think that's a, a fallacy. If, if oh, you for sure. 
you know, let, let that go too long because it, my parents were the same way. My mom didn't work and my dad did. And he didn't even ever, ever that I remember uh, talked about, thought about or saved until he uh, was in his 40s. And he kind of he kind of got lucky and, and got into a, a government job and then started putting a lot of money away. And then, of course, he got IPERS and and some things like that. Otherwise, you know, I don't know where where he would have ended up. Mm. Now he's he's pretty well off. But, yeah, they they did not do that. And I don't think we and even people, you know, younger than me, my, my own son should have those images. They really need to think about things because, one, you know, we're living a lot longer now. Yep. The younger mm. people can live even longer, more than likely. Healthcare is is really high, and uh, you know you, you got to kind of take a peek at again what your lifestyle is like. Because I know my lifestyle, my dad really didn't even even quit work until he was seventy eight, but I think he kind of let retirement pass him by a little bit. And mm, you know yeah. it's like, boy, I, I don't know if I want to go that route. You know, I, I and I, I think a lot of people are the exact opposite. It's like, boy, I, I they sometimes I still hear, hear people say. I want to retire at 57. It's like, wow, how are you going to do that? Yeah, because yeah. That, that you may not have what you think. Back in the day when people retired younger, you know, they weren't living as long. They had pensions. They had all kinds of things that we don't have now. And so a lot of thought needs to to go into this. But, yeah, I definitely wouldn't base that image on on our what our parents had for sure. Yeah, and it's uh, and I and the world has definitely changed so much Tony in the last just 30 years. You and I can definitely attest anybody can attest to that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh and just watching what's, you know, happened from from the 80s up till now, I guess that's 40 years I'm showing my I'm showing my age myself. But uh things are I mean, things are they're, they're pretty tough and they're pretty interesting on how they look and and on some ways it's it's supposed to be better, but I mean, think about what you just said a second ago. Your mom didn't work, and and your dad, you know, kind of late start, if you will. But somehow you guys were fine, and that's yeah. pretty hard to do nowadays. I mean, if you don't have two families working or two people working in the family, um, mm-hmm. especially in those when you're in your thirties, I think it's it's tough to get by. And of course, inflation right now is making that really tough. Really tough, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, you don't see as many. I mean, you know. Generally, women not working like they used to back when I was a kid, and you yeah. know, yeah, it's a two. And my wife and I have always been a a two person income. Mine too. Yeah, it was it was always you know at, at first it was a necessity, and now it's like well, I'm glad you know we still have that now. Now you have you know you have more income and and get to a point where you can do more of what you want. Right. But, yep. It's it's yeah, all about it's, having that right mindset for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's see if we could do a one or two more here before we wrap up. Um, this one's easy to do. You know, if you're stressing out on the regular because of the current world events, um, and you're worried about how it's going to affect you and granted you're human, I, we're all dealing with that right this minute, but you've got to moderate that somehow. Otherwise you are going to send yourself crazy with the, I mean, the market has been super volatile, obviously in 22, the, the bond markets down, you know, inflation rates are up. Um, or excuse me, interest rates are up. Inflation is, I mean, so we're in a heck of a pickle right now. So you, you got to figure out a way to moderate this. Yeah, you do. Cause if you, well, it, it's very, if you're prone to getting worked up, then you're probably about ready to uh, blow a gasket with <laughs> for, all these. For sure. Events. It's not good for uh, your ticker, right? Yeah. It's not good for, for your ticker. And it's, you know, there's so much coming at us and we've talked about it before with the news. It is easy to get worked up. And really have some anxiety about in the short term what's happening, and you know you lose your focus on uh, if you're saving for retirement and you're ways away focusing yeah. on the long term, yeah. and 
if you're in retirement and you are properly diversified and invested, well, yeah, your your portfolio might fluctuate some, but the income's not going to change and and nothing's going to happen there. But you know, at the end of the day, you just kind of see all this negativity in the news, and that's mostly what it is. Unfortunately, is uh, yeah, it's hard to keep hard to keep on your plan and and keep positive. <laughs> it really, really is. Um, yeah. But, well, you know, and I think that's a, if so somebody said, well, they, you kind of said it because somebody might listening might go, well, great. Yeah, it's hard to do. So what do we do? And yeah, what you, do you mentioned do? it. The plan is one thing. If you don't have, well, I guess we should flip that question. What are you doing? If it's nothing except for watching this stuff and getting weirded out and getting upset, then you're not helping your own situation. Have you talked with someone? Have you put right. together a strategy, right? Yes. Yeah, because that, that's really what it comes down to is, if you don't have a plan, well, then you need to, obviously probably need to get one. If you have one, and we've been talking to our clients, and there has been some minor changes we've made, sure. but it isn't like we're saying, well, the market's been down. Let's just go all to cash. Right. Or, wholesale changes. Yeah. yeah. Wholesale change. Because when somebody asked me that, I said, okay, if what you're telling me that that's what you want to do is you want to go all to cash, I said, then who's going to make the decision of when to go back in the market? Is it going to be you with the, then the next news that you see? Or because I've stopped trying to do that because I told you before, you know, I, I, I we don't market time. Uh, or it's, I mean, who's that? What's going to trigger that? You know, and then they just they don't know what to say, uh, you know, as, as far as that goes. So I think like most prudent investors, you know, you want to stay invested at all times. Uh, you know, when times are tough, especially saving for retirement, I, I always tell my clients, I say, really, you should be investing more. That this is the this is the best time, you know, because. Generally, the crowd's running for the exits when bad things happen short term. And you know, if you're investing regularly, then it, it's a mute point. It's easy for me to sit back and say, "Don't pay attention to the news." But in reality, that's hard to do. You know, you, you do get sucked up in it a little bit. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and that's saying yeah. to not. And that's why I said moderate it, right? Yeah, you because moderate. if you're if you're freaking out at every single thing that goes on right now, it, there's a lot, and you're really going to make yeah. yourself sick. So you yep. got to have a strategy to to deal with that. And I think to your point right there, it's like if you're still working, you know, because my wife, she's like, hey, you know, obviously my 401's taking a beating. What should, you know, should I cut back on my um, how much is being taken out each, you know, each paycheck and going in? I'm like, no, because you're dollar cost averaging. Right. right? So cost average. if you're still working, just keep, you know, just keep doing what you're doing because you're right now you've still got some of that time on your side and you're buying while the while the market's down. It's so funny, right, Tony? The market is the only place no one wants to buy on sale. They don't want to buy on sale. They want to buy high and sell low. Yeah, and, and it's completely uh, opposite. You know, you, you gotta you gotta pay attention to to the news, but also you definitely don't want to you know rush into things. And yeah, I sometimes if people kind of push me too far, you know, I say, well, you know, you're you're still working. Our our style of life is is you know so good. And I say, if 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 you're that upset about it, well, let's take a more of a philosophical view. Let's go down to the hospital and visit the sick kids that are dying. And the, uh, you know, the homeless, I mean, there's always somebody, you know, that, that's way, way, way uh, worse off. And, uh, oh, for you, sure. You know, you, so you got to, you can, sometimes you got to step back and say, you know, count your blessings and, 
you know, kind of go from there. Yeah. Put it in perspective a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. As we, 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 we all suffer from first world problems, right? And, yeah. And, yeah, and everybody, yeah. And everybody, hey, your problems are, your, are, are understandable. They're stressful to you. Not trying to make short of that, but there's always going to be something a little bit worse. And this is something, yes, you, we can't control the stock market. We can't control the taxes or the inflation. So, but we can control how we react to it, right? And if we're taking any action within those parameters to do something. And so, if that's the case, these are some ways to spot some problems in your financial life. Certainly those two big ones right there at the top, though, are certainly big ones. Uh, do you understand how much it's going to cost to fund your lifestyle now and later? And uh, and are you focusing too much on or too little on what that number might be? So get yourself a conversation with someone like Tony. Have a chat. Make sure that you're doing something for yourself and your retirement. You can always reach out to him if you've got questions. If you're not working with him already, stop by the website, yourplanningpros.com. That's yourplanningpros.com. Dot com. Subscribe to the podcast, Plan with the Tax Man, on whatever app you like to use, like Apple, Google, Spotify, so on and so forth. Tony, thanks for hanging out and chatting, my friend. We'll talk soon. All right. Sounds good. It was a good conversation. Absolutely. I always appreciate your time here on Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow from Tax Doctor, Inc. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, SM. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency.